I'm Susie and this is The Coaching Cast. We are the no-nonsense podcast chatting about the things impacting you at work right now, helping you to survive and thrive in today's ever-changing workplace. We discuss different topics each episode, sharing our ideas, hints and top tips from our experiences of working in the corporate world, running our own businesses and also being qualified coaches. We also try to have a few laughs along the way too, because taking yourself too seriously is just boring. We really hope you enjoy listening. you may have noticed that today's episode is a little bit different from the usual and that is because today is our festive special. We are going to be getting into the festive mood on the coaching cast, sprinkling some laughter around and some seasonal cheer with a garnish of mistletoe or presents or Christmas puddings. So stay with us CBBBs and enjoy! Fabulous. So before we get stuck into today's extra Christmassy seasonal special, Suze, tell me how have you been? I'm good. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I think we look like Christmas is like vomed all over us. With we look Christmas outfits. Attire. We look extra today. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most extra I've ever been. So CBBs, if you're listening and you're not watching, I strongly urge you to run to the YouTube channel and view our latest episode. You've got to watch this bad boy because it's all about the visual contribution that this episode is giving. So I've got my favourite Christmas jumper of all time on, which is my festive pud jumper. And yeah. uh, I've got my Christmas present on my head. And Steve yeah. is looking super glamorous as always. Obviously, never lets us down. And... I'm not sure about that, but I'll take it. Thank you very much. With the sequins, with the sequins, <laughs> there's some there's some tinsel I think going on in the hair. Yeah, I've got a red lip on got as red well. Lip. The red we've lip talked, is strong. We've talked about a red lip before and um, the hazards of red lips. So probably at some point during this episode, it will end up on my teeth and also on my um cast <laughs> mug which um we've not talk, m- talked much about this season actually oh the merch but it's still going strong the merch um so yeah but no I'm good thank you um what's been happening well um first off my Christmas tree's gone missing <laughs> what yeah so last year um <laughs> Me and my husband were like, the Christmas tree is looking a bit sad. Like, I think we need to invest in a new Christmas tree. So we have an artificial Christmas tree because we have a dog. And he um, once when we went around to a friend's house, who had a real Christmas tree. He weed up against it. Oh, no. I always (laughs) worry that the dog is going to do that. Alfie, our dog, has never done that with our Christmas tree, but I never trust him around it. That's hilarious. He, yeah. Marley did that at a friend's house. Uh, yeah. So, oh, my God. I know. So he, he wasn't invited back. Um, <laughs> and also, I am a bit like, I like my house being tidy. The needle situation, the pine drop would stress me out. I'd be on that Dyson Hoover. I'm already on it quite obsessively. I would be like next level if I yeah, had a Yeah, it is irritating. Tree. The needles yeah. are annoying. 
So anyway, we decided we were going to get a new artificial Christmas tree this year because, as I said, the one last year we'd had our um, we'd like redecorated our lounge and it just looked a bit sad in the corner, like it wasn't quite the right size anymore. Anyway, so we were like, yeah, we'll order a new Christmas tree. So we did order a new Christmas tree a few weeks ago and it's been lost in transit. It's not arrived. So the lights arrived, but with no tree. Okay, so I didn't get all my Christmas decorations down. I haven't started decorating my house yet. because I was like, well, there's no point because I've got a new tree coming. Found out yesterday that the tree is lost in transit and is no more and is now out of stock. So oh, no. <laughs> I think my sad little tree is coming back down out of the loft later. And well, thank God you didn't get rid of it. I know. God, I mean, I your your brand new tree is obviously being flogged out the back of the van somewhere. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's not going to be seen again, I don't think. So, um, yeah, so my Christmas tree's gone missing. <laughs> we're not getting one, so <laughs> don't even start me. Yeah, we're not getting a tree because we're, we're not going to be here for Christmas. So okay. there's no, we don't, we tend to not bother if we're going to be away. I know what a surprise, says every CVB listening, Lisa's going to be away again. <laughs> but I'm not actually, I'm only going down to the coast, to my hometown. I'm heading down to Folkestone to for Christmas. To my hometown. Yeah, so I'm just going down there. So I'm not going abroad. It's I'm just driving down south. So the house we're renting is, might have a tree, I'm assuming. But yeah, we, we don't have a tree, therefore, here in the Cotswolds. Okay. We decided it. No point. We're just not going to be here very much. Well, that's fair enough. So, yeah, so I've got no Christmas tree, but I have got outside lights on. So my house outside looks very festive. Inside, there's not a sign of any tinsel anywhere at the moment. Oh, um, so, so, you, oh, so you decorate your house from outside as well. You're one of them. I am one of them. God, I've never done yeah. that before. I've never decorated yeah. my house from the outside. Well, my parents say... might have decorated houses that I lived in when I was, I was a kid. But I can't remember that. I say decorate. I've like my husband's put some lights up hey that's like, that's big that's big for me okay. we don't do anything this is like Ebenezer Scrooge's house you wouldn't even know Christmas is happening <laughs> over here I well, mean it's I've, special. I've, Come I've, on. I've, I've obviously I've made up for the fact that the house may not be decorated <laughs> but I am so you know that's fine I'll dress up I'll make it Christmas here so yeah, yeah. um and then I also went to a Santa parade on Saturday so we're recording this on Tuesday. So the weekend just gone. Um, we went to a Santa parade in our local town, which I have to say was hilarious from an adult <laughs> perspective. From a child perspective, my three-year-old, because he's really into Christmas this year. So this is the first year where he's really starting to kind of get the whole elf on the shelf situation. You might you might not do it. It is annoying because you have oh, to Oh, so you are do doing it. elf on the shelf. We are doing elf oh, on the shelf. Oh god. That looks um, stressful. And then all the admin that comes with like school nursery situation around Christmas. Like it is a lot. Don't get me wrong. It is a lot. Um, but anyway, he's really get, getting into it this year for the first time. Anyway, so we took him to the like Christmas light turn, like switch on. Um, and there was a Santa parade that went with it. Okay. In the local town. Oh my goodness. So I was just like, is that it? Like, and <laughs> but also I was like, what this I'm confused and how can you be confused by a Santa parade like I was basically so Santa was in a sleigh and fine and he was being pulled along by a Kia car 
okay? A white Kia car <laughs> through the streets of my local town. And I was just like, why is he being pulled through by a Kia? And then <laughs> my husband was like, well, do you not remember last year? He was actually pulled, we came like, watch this before, and he was pulled by a Bentley last year. I was like, a Bentley? I'd like totally forgotten this. But also that contrasting car, like, it obviously Santa is coming back like a lot of us the cost of living crisis I was just about to say it's very reflective of the time he doesn't you know he's also as you said he's had to cut back he couldn't afford the Bentley this year absolutely absolutely but it was just a bit odd because I was like watching Santa being pulled along in a sleigh by Ikea and the lady bless her who was driving it she looked absolutely petrified because the streets are quite narrow where I live and people are like hundreds of people are like lining these streets and there's cars on one side as well it was quite tight she looked petrified I was like I'm so glad I'm not doing that like that she had no idea I don't think what she was getting involved in well she was probably relieved she was driving a Kia this year and not the Bentley (laughs) (laughs) and then it was like this little like um there was a band that went with it they were playing carols that was lovely and then yeah that was it and I was just like oh it was kind of been and gone within about one minute and I was like I've just queued for like and waited for about an hour for this to happen I was like oh okay it was just a bit underwhelming I suppose (laughs) um and what was Arthur's reaction well he obviously is still getting his head around Santa like and Father Christmas that Christmas is coming, but it's not here yet. So he he's not really got the the whole thing around, like he's seeing Father Christmas on the TV or he's seeing Father Christmas like when he's out and about like at Santa Parade, but that it's not actually Christmas Day yet. Um, So we had to say he was just coming for a little visit and then he was going back to the North Pole to be with the owls because he's not finished making all the toys yet for the good boys and girls. So yeah, the power of Father Christmas in December is unbelievable as a parent I've not really had opportunity to kind of like maximize this before again because he didn't really understand it until this year but the threat that Santa is watching it has immense power in terms (laughs) of parenting I found so it's like well Santa is watching so you need to eat your dinner up Santa is watching so you need to eat your breakfast up it's mainly around eating because he's a bit of a nightmare he's so fussy um so yeah the power of Santa I'm gonna miss that come January I'll be honest (laughs) (laughs) but it's very creepy when you say Santa's watching I'm frightened so I'm like is he where (laughs) I haven't taken it to the next level yet you know when you can take it when you have like those indoor like cameras and there's the red light and it like you can like that's in there he's watching there I haven't taken it to that level yet because I think that will creep him out but I've just been like he's watching all around but yeah so that's just like my little festive update anyway where well firstly how are you and secondly you need to tell everyone where you've been because it's immense again (laughs) everyone hates me I'm like um yeah, constantly moving around. Yeah, I've just come back from New York. I flew back yesterday. New so, York? Yeah. So Love I, it. I literally have been in the centre of Christmas. Obviously, yeah. for children, the centre of Christmas is obviously where Santa lives in the North Pole. Or is he in the South Pole? Which pole does he live at? Oh, good question. I thought it was the North Pole. Well, we'll stick with that because that's what I said first. But then I doubted myself as soon as I said it. Um, <laughs> but from an adult perspective, Christmas lives in New York. So Absolutely. 
Yeah, no, it was it was it was very Christmassy everywhere, as you would expect. Yeah, you know, turning on of the Rockefeller tree and oh. ice skating rinks everywhere. No, it was you know crazy. You know, I went to Macy's and Bloomingdale's, and Macy's was just covered in Christmas. Um, all the light displays. Yeah, no, it was it was it was awesome. It was really good. Yeah. Were there any really Santas being pulled along by Kias? No. Oh. Well. <laughs> I actually didn't see any Christmas parades. I don't think there were any scheduled for my trip. So um I didn't see any Santas. So <laughs> they may have been being pulled around by some small budget car. But I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't see them. And let's be honest, in America, they don't really happen. He'd be more likely being pulled ar- around by a ginormous truck. So yeah. Or real reindeer, because they love going extra in America. Um, but yes, I didn't actually see Santa the whole time I was there. Obviously not, because he was visiting your local area. Absolutely. Yeah, you, know, you can't be in he can't be in two places at exactly the same time. I mean, there is obviously the five hour time difference in New York. So yeah. He could have absolutely. been visiting you before he came across to see me briefly, but not on this occasion. He was too he was too committed to uh the the village town parade where, wherever you were and the sorting that Kia out maybe the Kia broke down and he had to go and fix it that's why he can come and do exactly me. maybe the Kia can only go so far and he yeah. just couldn't get it, from it, Cheshire it could, yeah to it New can York. Get, it couldn't get to New York let's be fair yeah um so yeah but no New York was amazing it was definitely one to get into the spirit so I mean it was great preparation for today's festive episode you know I was all over Christmas by the time I landed I was like yeah I'm ready ready to record the festive episode of the coaching car should we get chatting should we get should we get stuck into our christmas party because this is what this is today people it's the coaching cast christmas party let's do this so cbb's as you may have guessed today's episode is a little bit different because it's christmas and we are officially switching on the festive season so We all love a bit of nostalgia and stories of a good work Christmas party. So to kick us off, we're going to share a few of our favourites. Susie, come on, you must have some good ones. Some good Christmas party stories. Yeah, come on. Yeah, I do actually. Um... (laughs) (laughs) I've got to remember mine. (laughs) Well, that is true as well, because... I was thinking about this and I was thinking like, yeah, actually, can I remember like the details of some of these? Um, So I have been to some great Christmas parties in my time. I've equally been to some really bad work Christmas parties in my time as well. Um, But there is a story which sticks out in my mind, which it was just a really random situation. So I worked for a big organisation in London. Um, This is about... When was this? This is nearly 10 years ago now. So this is quite a long time ago. Um, and the part of the business that I worked in was actually being sold to some a, a new owners. So actually it was kind of leaving the business and the organization and actually going to be set up um, completely as a separate company. And we ended up having a Christmas party <clears throat> with people who were also staying in the existing business. So it was like a, a blend of people who were exiting the business to go and move um, and be part of the new one and those who were staying. Oh my God, it was like a divorce party. It was so random, right? So it was a, it was in an amazing location. So it was at the Natural History Museum in London. Oh my God, that's awesome. 
it was stunning as a location and it was all like fairy lights um there was lots of bubbles on the floor like it was a dance floor like basically I remember just dancing next to like a tyrannosaurus rex like it was really <laughs> random um <laughs> everybody so cool. was kind of like dressed in the nines it was a really lovely event but it took a bit of a weird turn because um the two kind of ceos so the one that was departing to set up the new business and the one that was remaining to kind of carry on the existing one ended up like on the stage doing kind of like individual like speeches like I suppose like leaving speeches or speeches to like thank people for their efforts and dedication stuff for the year which is fine but they firstly went on a bit too long secondly they did them quite late in the evening so everybody's had quite a lot to drink by this point and it started going a bit sideways because people started like heckling them and like booing them and people started cheering for one over the other when the other oh one my got God. on and then they started doing this kind of like weird kind of verbal kind of, you know, I don't know, like not argument. It wasn't an argument. It was kind of like tussle, this kind of weird verbal tussle. It was like they were getting divorced and they were having this kind of party to mark their kind of separation from each other. And it was That's so weird, the weirdest vibe. So and that was really, really odd. And loads of people were just like, did that just happen? Like, what just happened there? That was really odd. That was really strange. So that was quite odd. Um, and then another story I've got, which is quite funny, is um, I was at a Christmas party a few years ago. I don't know if you were at this one. I'm not sure. Um, and the CEO of that organisation, no, sorry, not the CEO, the uh, marketing director of that organisation got onto the dance floor well like quite early in the evening with the head of legal and they did this weird like strictly come dancing like tango together in front of everybody <laughs> on the on the dance floor which we all had to stand and watch and then like, is... clap, clap at the end and it was the awkwardest thing I've ever watched in my life but also it was quite early on in the evening like the music hadn't started yet like we had just finished our meal like our sit down meal and everyone was like what's good but it was like it, I think it was meant to be part of the entertainment and that was really strange as well. Like, really strange things happen, don't they, at Christmas parties? Really strange things happen at Christmas parties. That, I mean, I've got some stories, but that one is bizarre. That's just weird. <laughs> what did everyone do? Is there, like, some sort of, like, awkward clapping going yeah. on? Yeah, so people just, sort of, like, stood around, like, this dance floor. It was like something from Strictly Come Dancing. Like, And I love Strictly, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, they just kind of took to the floor and then the the kind of guy on the mic was like, and here is such and such and such and such about to do it. It was either a tango or a rumba. Like it was <laughs> something like that. Like I'm now going to do a rumba for you, for example. And we were just like, what? And then they got up and just did this whole choreograph routine. And I think it ended with one of them having like a rose in their mouth. Like it was really odd. Like it was really <laughs> odd and awkward. Um, yeah, so that was quite strange. And I mean, yeah, there's just the whole usual, like, yeah, slight, somebody who has too many drinks, gets a bit loud, gets a bit leery. Like, you always have one of them at a work's Christmas party, don't you? Yeah, I think it's me. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say. <laughs> that's, what, that's, what, that's what I have to be careful about my Christmas stories that I share now, because I'm thinking, I think that might have been me. No, I, I wasn't, I never got, I never got loud and leery. I just would be the person who's like stumbling all over the place and falling on the floor. 
because I am like Bambi when it comes to um, one wearing heels and two wearing heels and getting drunk. So I've definitely had moments of spending a lot of time sat on floors and being picked up off floors, um, which is not not that great. Um, <clears throat> but God, I, I don't think I can share a lot of my Christmas parties. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Um, there was the one year that I went sober to a work Christmas party and decided that I was going to drive because it was just a bit too far from where I lived and I wasn't prepared to pay for accommodation. And I think it was a, a year where the business wasn't subsidising accommodation, which is very unusual, actually, especially for the business I worked for at the time, um, because they used to be extremely generous when it came to parties, social gatherings that they organise, especially the Christmas do. Uh, and not everyone, you know, they they organised it fairly locally, but not everyone lived near that particular venue, clearly. Um, so, yeah, I think I remember driving because it was really far from where I lived. Um, and I never did that again. <laughs> I was like, even at the time, I was like, why am I here sober? Like, I don't do any social situation sober. So why did I do this one sober? And yeah. I could definitely feel like I'd done it as some sort of like taking the moral high ground and then regretted it immediately. Especially yeah. because I had so many people there who were really drunk. And it's just the worst being anywhere when you're staying cold sober and other people are pissed. Oh Especially God, at work too, because yeah. it just becomes even more awkward than normal when all of a sudden people are talking to you and you're like, Oh God, this is the worst. So yeah, although it did mean that I got to witness a lot of things as the only sober person and I remembered everything I saw. So that was <laughs> that was quite cool. But some of it I would think is only stomachable when you're pissed. I don't want to see a lot of those things again, sober. Um, so yeah, I did. that was probably my most bizarre Christmas party. The Christmas party where I decided to be the Desi driver and was sober. I can't believe choice. that. I because know. Because you have you really bad... You have really bad FOMO. I have massive FOMO. I still went, but just as the sober person. So yeah, never again. So I made up for it the preceding year. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, oh God, come on. I mean, you know who I am. I started working straight out of university. Those early years of working, I was still at university in my head and still behaved like a student. So those Christmas parties are just not to be talked about really ever again. Mm. So I'm not going into detail on those. Um because they were uh, messy to say the least. But then I think some of the Christmas parties, weirdly, I did three Christmas parties. Um, not weirdly, there's nothing weird about this. I did three Christmas parties when we worked in the same organization and they were all so different. They were all at completely different venues as well, which I think says something. I remember the first one I ever went to, well, yeah, it was, it was a bit odd, but the food was terrible. I always remember that the food was so bad. Oh, I, I know which one you mean. It was so bad. Yeah, and the, it was I can't remember. And it was so there wasn't even vaguely anything festive or British. Yeah, about it. I know exactly. It was a really weird spread. I just remember I barely ate anything at that one, which obviously didn't bode well. Yeah. Um, because it was revolting and I'm not fussy, but it was disgusting. I think I fell over at that one. <laughs> I think so. I think I was dressed as a Christmas. Mm. Oh, yeah, because that was the other thing. Wasn't it our our organization used to love a fancy dress? Thing? Oh. 
So and I, I hate fancy dress. And part of me is like, you don't need to do a fancy dress for Christmas because the fancy dress theme is Christmas. You only get to dress for Christmas <laughs> like once every year. Yeah. So why not allow us all to like get sparkly, dress, dress up? Yeah. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, that organization loved a fancy oh, dress. I know. And I, I said, I hate fancy dress. So you're right. Every there was a theme at that one. Wasn't it like what was it? What did you dress up as that you think you... I can't remember? There was that year that we had, it was a Love Island theme. That was the worst Christmas party theme ever. Oh yeah, I'd forgotten about that. That was the worst. Yeah. Because that is to me is not a theme. Love Island, I'm not dressing up as in a bikini. It's December and it's I wouldn't December. dress up in a bikini anyway. No, neither would I. I'm barely like getting in a bikini on a beach in a hot country. <laughs> so like, I'm not going to do it. At, where was it? Was it like, you know, the Radisson Blue Hotel in Heathrow or something? <laughs> in December and we're dressing up as Love Island. <laughs> Apologies to anyone who used to work with Susan and I who knows exactly what I'm talking about, especially those of you who were involved in the organisation of said Christmas event. It's not personal. I like you, but that was a terrible Christmas party thing. That's the night I lost my insulin pen. <laughs> Is the night that you lost your internet? Oh, I was going to bring it up, and then I was like, maybe not. Where we both were drunk and wandering around and crawling all over the floor trying to find your insulin pen and thinking that you're going to have to go to hospital oh, because we couldn't find it. That's really like, and, you, and you were like, my spare one is five hours away in Manchester or wherever. <laughs> I eat yeah. at home. I think I remained quite calm. You did. I wasn't. I think I you was. Were, you were that. like hysterical. I think. Anyway. I, I wasn't hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I was panicked. I was a bit like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. I'm useless. Do you remember that was the one where um, we were laughing because what is it with um again? I think this was a symptom of where we worked. But they loved a whole let's create a circle in the middle of the dance floor and get everyone to dance in the middle of it. That used oh, to crack me up because again, I'm just. You know, I, to everyone who's listening, they'll be surprised to hear this. I am an exhibitionist, but only at certain points. And I yeah. was going to be one of the people dancing in the middle. But that was oh, always funny. I know. Um, yeah, I, it was hilarious. And the insulin pen did turn up, by the way. Yeah, thank goodness, Don't worry. Yeah. Somebody had very kindly handed it in. It's fallen out of my handbag. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Susie... To build on this festive theme, I know you've got something pretty festive and special there. Well, I do. Yes. No expense spared on the <laughs> coaching cast. But we have got our coaching cast. Um, well, it was meant to be a stocking, but I couldn't get one in time. Um, <laughs> is this so something we, else that got lost in the post? So this is something else that got lost in the post. Yeah. So I've created our budget stocking. Um, so this is our Chris, the coaching cast stocking here. Shall we see what's inside? Go for it. Okay. Bear with me. I'm going to pull out a little present here. Okay. So this little present is... So this is one of our favourite moments that we've picked of the coaching cast of 2022. Um, and this is one that I've unwrapped here, which is um, one of my favourite moments, actually, from the coaching cast. And this was something that we featured in season five, um, specifically episode three. And that was our episode, very conveniently timed, what we're talking about here, around friendships at work. <laughs> Um, because you know, a lot of friendships are made or broken at a work Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, this is one of my uh, favorite moments of this year on the coaching cast, uh, and one of my favorite episodes. And the reason for that is because 
Well, I just love this topic. I've had a lot of feedback on this topic as well. It's one of our most popular episodes. And a lot of people enjoy listening um, when we've talked about friendships at work. The reason being, because I think it is something that often people do struggle with around where do those boundaries sit? And actually when you are friends with someone and then you suddenly start working with them either more closely or you start line managing them, that whole dynamic changes and it can be quite challenging for some and also there are some brilliant benefits as well like you and I met at work you know we did we are now friends and work together obviously on this um so you know there's loads of loads of really great things that can happen from friendships at work but it was a topic which I personally just love talking about yeah it is a good one I was actually out for dinner with uh one of my best friends a couple of weeks ago who we, we met at work Oh, see, yeah. many years ago, two thousand and five, I think we've known each other. So, yeah, literally, as I started out straight from university and went to work, I think, and uh, and she was one of my managers for a, a period of time, and yeah, she was bridesmaid at my wedding. So yeah, you know, that's how strong that friendship is. We've had some cracking Christmas parties together as well. Oh yeah, I bet, <laughs> I bet you guys have. Um. So yeah, no, it's it's. It, it, I think it's also an episode that everyone can relate to. Yeah, you know, not all the topics we talk about on the coaching cast are necessarily relatable. It totally depends where you are in your career, what you do, what you've experienced so far. So it's it's a topic though. I think that can resonate with everybody because all of us have the like the propensity to make friends. Um, and you know, we've all worked in places and you know we've either made friends or we haven't but I think everyone can listen to that episode and as I said find something they can relate to and hopefully learn something if not so yeah that is a good one and as you said pointed out it's good in terms of its relativity to us because we did meet at work and um, yeah and we're, we're, st- we're still talking today <laughs> <laughs> um, you know bonded over saving you by looking for your insulin pump at that Christmas party there we love, go. Love Island theme. I don't think I'm ever going to go over that. Why would I you know. get a bloody Love Island theme? Love oh. Island in December. Like, no. Did people actually dress up in swimwear as well? They did, didn't they? There were people there in swimwear. Is there? I can't remember. Yeah, there were. I wasn't. I just blanked <laughs> it from my mind. It's just so weird. <laughs> There's a lot of inflatables, that's what I remember. <laughs> yes, there were a lot of inflatables, like your pink flamingo. Yeah, there was a lot of inflatable action and yeah. like fake palm trees. And it was just yeah. so weird. I'm such a traditionalist. I was like, it's Christmas, people. It's bloody Christmas. Yeah. I think there was oh. just a lot of props left over from the summer and we wanted to utilise them. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah. Honestly. Go on then, pull us out another present from your stocking. Okay, let's get another <laughs> present then from this high quality um festive edition okay so um this is one of mine as well so i'm gonna leave that one there i'm gonna pull another one out so we've oh, got no, a different no, one take it out go on okay are you sure do, yeah do it do, we're doing it for real this is the we're doing it organically yeah this is how it works okay so <laughs> uh one of my so my next favorite coaching cast moment of 2022 is when we interviewed Bev Thorogood and we talked about managing menopause at oh, work. Yes. Yep. So, oh, so that was season four, right? The start this of the year. This was season four, episode four. So this was around February time this yeah. episode came out. Um, well, I mean, I don't even know where to start in terms of why I love this episode so much this year with Bev. 
one I love Bev I think Bev is fabulous um as a person and I love the work that she does and she's a real influencer in the space around menopause and helping women uh navigate their way through it especially around their impact on their career um secondly I found some of her personal stories and experiences of her menopause quite moving Mm. and actually were very authentic and very real about how it made her feel and you know she left her job um because she was experiencing menopause and um some of the symptoms with that she was finding incredibly challenging and you know I found that really sad and and, and actually really um you know horrible to hear that she'd felt she had no option but to make that decision um mm. but the positive of that is that she's then gone on and that has pushed her into that space where she now supports women so that they don't feel that that's their only option um I also enjoyed this episode because I not only learned more about Bev's experience but I also learned more around my own awareness I think of menopause and its impact on women and how it can impact careers and I found that quite astounding so there was a fact around um how many women leave their careers due to the menopause and it is staggering I can't remember specifically what the um stat is now but it's like 900,000 yeah a million near a million women a year leave their careers due to menopause and I just found that I couldn't get over that when she said like uh, when we were talking about it um and so I found it really informative um Firstly, and also I just loved talking to her. It was um really enjoyable. And I know we had a lot of feedback on that episode as well. And a lot of our CBBs got quite a lot from that conversation too. Yeah, it was educational. I, I think I learned a huge amount that I was just not aware of. And I do think that is a consistent issue and challenge for us as females that we're not re-educated on our bodies as we grow older. So we get so much education by, about our biology as kids, like as teenagers, rather, yeah. as kids and young adults. But that's never updated or evolved as you grow older. It's all about what you learn and find out off your own back and, you know, consequentially because of things that are happening to you. So whether that be around fertility or like perimenopause, menopause, I mean, I just don't think historically there's been enough out there that helps us to to learn about what's happening to us so that episode was brilliant for that reason if for me which was just getting that awareness and talking about it and I I do think it's been quite the conversation in 2022 I think Mm. people have been talking about the menopause a huge amount and it's been all over the media and you've got a lot of high profile women really championing the conversation around menopause so it was an amazing opportunity to be able to talk to Bev about it uh, and learn more and and be acquainted with the work she's doing absolutely so yeah if you're listening to this and you haven't actually listened to that particular episode um season four episode four around february time you'll find it wherever you get your podcast on and on youtube it's still available now to listen to it is a really brilliant conversation so make sure you check it out okay right should we go again yes go again in the coaching cast stocking next up we've got one of Lisa's, and it is having a good one-to-one, don't be a dick about the diary. And this was in season five, episode two. Yeah, it's such a good topic. I love this topic. I can wax lyrical about one-to-ones and the importance of them and the quality and how to achieve it. And 
feedback. I know we talk about feedback quite a lot, but I think it's such a important topic and it comes up in, in so many different variations because of how often it features in work um, at different points and where it's relevant, which I think is all the time. But I think that because it is for me, it just comes down to having a really good qualitative conversation and a strong relationship with those that you work with. So I think it felt like a really good episode to do centering it around the one-to-one because that's so relevant for all of us who are working um, and working with others, working for others. It's such a key part of being a, a manager. And I think to get that right. And it's, I think I know for many, it's, we have to do it. And therefore sometimes the things that we have to do aren't always the things we enjoy doing. Yeah. And I think it's something you're not often taught how to do. No, we're not taught how to do it at all. You know, you suddenly become a manager, you're leading people and you think I've got to have a one-to-one with them. Actually, what is that? What does that involve? How do Mm. I do it well? And that's not something you're often taught. So yeah, I can see um, how that might be a good episode that you've picked there. Um, And we talk about the importance of the diary and not cancelling the one-to-one and then never rearranging it. Like, that is an absolute no-no. <laughs> says says the person who's clearly had that happen to them. <laughs> Speaking from experience. Yeah. I think I talked about in that episode the story where my line manager at the time left my one-to-one and never came back. Yes, you did. That is a classic. <laughs> I mean, okay, seriously, honestly. So that's definitely not what to do. Don't yeah. do that. But don't yeah, do so that, CV Don't do that. For sure. So yeah. So if you if you really are interested in that topic, go find that episode. It is a good one. It is a good one. So yeah, that's season five, episode two. Okay, let's have a look then in here. So this is our last present that we've got in our. Oh, Santa wasn't very generous this year. Coaching house socket. Uh, cost of living crisis. Come on, it's it's been a tough year. Oh, I feel like I've been year. good. I feel like I've been good this year as well. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm deserving of more. Well, this is a great one, actually. And this is our 50th episode we did featuring and including some of our CBBs, which we did in season five, episode six. So uh, the season we did over the just before the summer. Oh, what a lovely episode that was. It was brilliant. I loved it. It was so great to have uh, an episode featuring our CBBs. It was brilliant. We had such good fun. And that was a really interesting topic all around being a confident woman at work uh, and what confidence means to to us. And obviously having five of us females talking about that subject, it was really varied and really interesting. And yeah, just so fun. It was great. Not to mention that it was our 50th episode. So that was a really cool thing to celebrate. Yeah, it was a bit of a milestone, wasn't it? A bit of a milestone, Susie. Understatement. It was a milestone. It was a hell of a milestone. <laughs> it was great. So no, it was a good episode in respect of the variety, being able to include some of our most loyal CBBs and the conversation, but also for the topic as well, because confidence, whether you're male or female, I think is a is a such a big topic and it's so applicable to, I think, all of us at different points in our lives. So it was great to be able to talk about it with their input and get their yeah. perspective and experiences on it. Yeah, so shout out to our CBBs who got involved. Emma, Cara and Katie, thank you so much again for helping us with our 50th episode. And if you want to hear that, then again, all these episodes are still available wherever you get your podcasts. So 
On each episode of the coaching cast, we feature Bullshit Bingo. So for those of you who are listening, who are very familiar with the format of the coaching cast, you will know this is the feature where we call out phrases that make all of us cringe. Usually phrases that get used heavily in the work environment, very heavy in the corporate environment, I would say. So today, obviously being our Christmas special, we could not leave out the bullshit bingo feature. And as it is our festive special, we are going to do our favourite bullshit bingos of 2022. So, Suze, start us off. What's been your favourite? Oh, I mean, I don't, I found this really hard to pull together um, because there's just been too many good ones uh, across the year. Um, but some of my favourites from this year include Capturing Hearts and Minds. So that was from the season back in the new year. So I think that was season three or four. Um, and Capturing Hearts and Minds is an absolute classic, isn't it? It's, it's one so of my favourites. It's really, yeah. really good. Yeah. It's one um, of my favourites of all time. <laughs> yeah. So by the way, we don't know what each other have got in terms of our favorites so oh, this yeah, is going to be an insightful and potentially <laughs> interesting conversation uh we may have some of the same ones so yeah it'd be interesting to see what we've got but yeah capturing hearts and minds i mean brilliant absolute classic it's so good it's so yeah. good go on then what else have you got okay um let's set our stall so let's set our stall out. <laughs> I do love that one. <laughs> that one has personal <laughs> meaning to me. So I love let's set our stall out as well. That that came from someone I used to work with. And they they reminded me of it, actually. And I was like, oh, my God, how could I have forgotten it? Because it just used to get used all the time when we worked together. Um, it is such a good one. I love let's set our stall. Yeah, oh, another classic. Actually, there's a theme appearing on my favourite ones. I think they are all classics. Um, <laughs> I mean, Christmas is about classics, you know. Maybe that's where I've come from on this particular feature. <laughs> that is very true. Well, I picked um, one that I just thought was so bizarre and I'd never heard of it before. And it actually did come from my friend who lives in America. So I get a sense it's an American bullshit bingo maybe more so than a British one and that was get this boat out of the dock oh yeah we featured in the um intuition international women's day special about bias uh back in season four so that was early on in this year that was in February March time but yeah get this boat out of the dock I don't think it's one we use in the UK but she definitely says that that gets used in America same with, I think the other one she gave us, and actually I didn't pick it as one of my favourites, was Run It Up The Flagpole. <laughs> oh, yeah, and Salute It. That's run Up The like, Flagpole and Salute, and salute it. it. That's it. I didn't do it in full. Yeah, which is totally random. Um, But my absolute favourite of this year is Drive the Needle Over the Line and We Will Touch Base Next Week, which is the <laughs> bullshit bingo like collaboration that got put together on the 50th episode which is the amalgamation of three bullshit bingos that RCBBs gave us. It's so good and it works it's so well so as a sentence. So that, that's my favourite of 2022. Oh, absolutely. Drive the needle over the line and we will touch base next week. 
so if you haven't listened to that episode we've obviously just pulled out of the the stocking there as one of our kind of festive presents one of our highlights for 2022 but we asked each of our CBBs who came on to the episode to bring with them their favorite bullshit bingos and when again organically when we were talking about it and everybody had kind of brought theirs it actually made a sentence it and was that, so good. and that is this what Lisa's just said there so say it again drive the needle over the line and we will touch base next week like amazing we didn't even orchestrate that we didn't even organize it to be like that that's just kind of how it came it's how it came came together together. so surely that's got to go at the top of the christmas tree that's got to be the star of 2022 yeah so we're gonna put then on that very point we're gonna put our top bullshit bingo on our christmas tree as our star the shining light of the bullshit bingos of 2022 i think it has to be that one i think it has to be that one as well um and i feel like it's got a festive link there with the whole like needle pine needle thing tenuous like tenuous link there but you know still a link i'll take it um yeah i definitely we need to put that at the top of our the coaching cast christmas tree we are coming to the end of our very special festive episode and we really hope that you've enjoyed today as our very last episode of 2022 where we have discussed Christmas party shenanigans or not because I refuse to share any of mine Christmas party (laughs) shenanigans the do's and don'ts of the Christmas party don't have a Love Island theme and also some of our favorite favorite parts of uh, this year's coaching cast podcast so we've shared our favorite episodes and our favorite bullshit bingos and in true christmas spirit we have topped our christmas tree we have indeed and if you have any questions thoughts or feedback we love hearing from you and you can contact us in three ways on email at hello at the coaching on instagram at the coaching cast and also through our website the coaching your support helps more than you know so if you like what you've heard today and would like to help us grow this podcast and become part of our cbb's community please do us a favor leave us a review on the apple podcasting app you have no idea how important these are hit subscribe wherever you listen and give us a follow on instagram at the coaching cast Don't forget, you can also watch each episode on our YouTube channel by searching for The Coaching Cast. And today's episode, that means you can see us dressed up in our festive finery and mainly with Lisa having a present on her head um, and me. I think my red lipstick is actually gone now because I've been drinking water. No, it's still looking good. It's still looking solid. Is it? Yeah, you're naming the Christmas lip. No, you're Mm. naming the Christmas lip. Okay. So yes, you have to watch today's episode. You have to watch today. This one has got so much to fulfil the senses, visually (laughs) and audibly. Um, So yeah. But as you will all know from listening to this podcast, we love music and we always use it to motivate and energise us. So for every episode of The Coaching Cast, we conclude by sharing, sharing our personal song recommendations just to give you that extra boost of positivity and energy as you launch into your next meeting. To conclude our festive special, we have obviously done what is only the right thing to do, which Absolutely. is to pick our favourite Christmas songs. Mine is Christmas Wrapping by The Waitresses. 
which I love. I love this song. Well, I've not actually yours. heard this song. I need to go and look this up now. You haven't cause... heard it. You no. will have heard it. When you, you will have heard it. It's one of those oh, songs yeah. that everyone goes, what the hell's that? But you will have oh, heard it. Oh, okay. It's an 80s Christmas classic. As okay. actually all good Christmas songs are in my I opinion. know. The 80s produced some brilliant they Christmas did. So what have you picked, Sue? Well, on that note, I have chosen... I changed mine three times, by the way. <laughs> this is my... Yeah, I know, well, there's too many to choose from. Too many great ones. Um, but the one I ended up on and I have chosen is Merry Christmas, Everyone by Shaking Stevens. Can't go wrong. Amazing. That's a good one. Thank you so much for listening, CBBs. We are now taking our Christmas break. Um, We will be back, though. Do not panic. We will be back with a brand new season of The Coaching Cast in 2023. So have a great, great festive season once you get there. Uh, And Merry Christmas. Remember, you've got this. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry Christmas! We'll try and get better at that at some point. Yeah, Maybe we, we won't. Maybe we'll just keep it as it is yeah. in that weird, creepy fashion that we do as we try to get it timed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Merry Christmas, CBBs! Merry Christmas!